Start. We did. Oh my god, welcome to Sip. Survive. And repeat. Sorry, I'm petting Kenny's the cat. ears are gone. Huh? Kenny's ears are gone. No, oh, because good. I yelled into my microphone. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Jenny's loving on Mo the cat right now. He the more I come over here, the more obsessed Mo becomes with me. So I feel fine about that. Although I have to say, I'm not used to shedding animals, and so yeah. I'm like he's it's a, it's a bit much. Yeah. It's a lot. <sighs> Um, um hi. hi we're eating snacks that i brought from trader They're joe's so good aren't we those tasty plantain dark chips chocolate drizzle plantain chips with sprinkled with sea salt um i mean i like the graham crackers better obviously so we also have dark chocolate covered honey grams with sea salt um which is I my like favorite the plantains because there's like a salty chocolate i don't i, mean, I love i love them both i like when you cover salty things with chocolate duh that sounded kind of dirty. <laughs> it did. Tell me about your weekend. Just <laughs> I covered salty things with chocolate. <laughs> and put them in my mouth. <laughs> my motherfucking mouth. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> it sounds like I live an exciting life. I do not. I'm excited that I got a new backdrop for my Zoom calls. Chetney got a, this backdrop you hang up. Yeah. And it it's looks like it's basically a tapestry. It's kind of like a green screen, but not. Yeah, well, it's, because it has it's an not, actual image. It's on not it. a virtual background. It's an act. It's a tapestry with like a background drawn on it. It looks like I, I'm in a library, a very studious library. Uh huh. Uh huh. With lots of books. So many books. I love. These, oh wait. Oh my god. I'm gonna eat all these. I love books. I don't really. Um, how's your book club going? <laughs> I'm still on January. <laughs> almost the end of february and i received february's book that i have not even opened the package okay. for yet okay. okay don't even ask me what they sent me um are th- i'm gonna read it i've just been really into survivor you guys <laughs> i'm eating myself when i was eating have you actually been watching survivor yes i've watched every season like three times it's my really favorite show. that makes me feel better because we watched season one first couple seasons are slow took but. me back it's a little slow yeah. season two wasn't available so we skipped that now i'm on season three todd keeps falling asleep but i'm just bulldozing through them all because I'm oh, they're the best piece of shit. your flame has been extinguished it is and i'm into it <laughs> but i don't think i could ever uh, here's the thing nobody wants to talk about survivor because it's not on anymore right like it's still on oh it is they just had their 40th season which was all winners and all winner season i saw that one that's what ignited to start from season but one they've been they haven't filmed because of COVID. They're filming the 41st season right now. But it's not canceled. No. Someone 41st told me it was canceled. I was like, why? Why would they like, cancel it? I think they are have a contract to like 45 right now. It's so good. And I don't want to talk too much about it because I know not everyone's into Survivor. But I'm really like, A, I could never go on the game because I could not just be that deceptive, I guess. I feel like I would. I think I could do it. You think you could do I've it? I've thought about applying so many times. I've thought I like Jenny think... would probably let me leave for 39 days too. Yeah, I she would. would. She would. would. Only if you wore a Sip Survivor Pete t-shirt the whole time. Yeah, I could probably do that. <laughs> or I'd be one of those people that end up like taping the logo off and you don't see it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think you actually would be good because at first glance when you come across like as very quiet and you're not. And you also, you can tell you're really smart, but I feel like people would take you as like smart and quiet, but you are athletic too, but, but people wouldn't know that. I'm just, we're just going to compliment Kenny all this whole episode. This episode is called compliment Kenny (laughs) and it's a new format we're going with. I would, I just, I would become friends with people and I wouldn't be able to vote them off. That's what would happen for me. That's fair. Yeah. 
So I've I'm just only not watched do it. it here and there. So I only know that part where they say, your flame has been extinguished. Yeah, in the first two seasons, they it's very much. That. They don't? No. I'm pretty sure they do. The tribe has spoken. The tribe has spoken. Oh, maybe Shh. I just made that up yeah. in my head and but thought it was funny. But it's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's the gist of it. I'm pretty sure I've watched it. And when they do it, I think I say, or maybe I saw it on like Saturday Night Live or something. I but could see them doing it as like a skit. Yeah. It's consuming my life now. So. I mean, one last survivor question. What season so far? I'm on season three, oh, episode okay. eight. Is that Africa? Yes. Mm, good season. I like Africa. It started out slow. Yeah. But now it's starting. Once they get like individuals, like, in, you know, I, it, I'm into it. That's why I like it a lot. I was um, up pretty late watching it last night. Are there rains down in Africa? <laughs> I see the rains down in Africa. I don't know that one. Oh, Kenny's like, turn that down. Kenny's like, shut the f- up. Just kidding. Okay. Now. say that. What's no. the Toto song? That, dun, 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 dun. That's the one I that's just sang. Oh, it is? Oh. It was just really off key and awful. Oh, by the way, you know what I was watching? <laughs> you know what else I was watching last night? <laughs> was Name That Tune. Uh, were you? <laughs> I've been watching a lot of TV lately. And the first three songs I could name in like five seconds. Ooh. I'm actually pretty good. So I'm surprised I didn't know that is the point. Um, Again, it was very <laughs> off key. <laughs> <It was. laughs> In my head, it was correct, and then when it came out of my mouth, it was wrong. So. Bad. Well, let's talk about this wine real quick. Great. Um, also, I think it's interesting. One. It's interesting. It is. Mm-hmm. Oh God, we're gonna be fourteen point five percent. Shit, we're gonna be drunk. Okay. Um, so, did everyone take a sip already? Not yet. It's I like delicious. It. It's really good. Wait, it's very gotta good. get Kenny's. Ooh, I like that. It's interesting. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. And, and I interesting in a very good way. Like yeah. it has a lot of different flavors happening. Yeah, lots of flavors. It's like ping, pang, pong in my mouth. <laughs> that's a perfect explanation. <laughs> Is it? That's, that's great. It's like three it's different like flavors, real ping, quick. Ping, pang, pong. Back Hold on, in let me your take mouth. another sip because I was petting your cat last. I said that's the. Does that say fourteen point five? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh wow. Yes. Oh it's yeah. A, mm-hmm. Oh, it is like ping, pang, pong. Okay, this is the Calpella. Calpella. Calpila, <laughs> uh, provincial red, and it has uplifting flavors. And I would ping. say that's yeah. ping. The plum, which is the ping. Pang. Black cherry cola, pow pow, and then a subtle hint of earthiness. Mm. Pong, <laughs> ping pang pong, <laughs> ping pay pow pong. Uh, and it's a full-bodied Zinfandel. Uh, what? Yes, I girl. totally don't like a Zinfandel. Yeah, and it has a generous mouthfeel, which... Excuse me? <laughs> Back to Jenny's weekend. Just kidding. <laughs> I'll be putting salty and sweet things in my mouth, and oh I'm going to give it a generous mouthfeel. In front of a virtual bookshelf. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Full oh circle God, with our conversation. Okay. Rich, full tannins and balanced acidity lead into a long, lingering finish. Very, very delicious. It is super delicious. Of this. See, I wouldn't... If I wouldn't I was pick this. picking a wine based on the label, which this typically be happens, this wouldn't be it. No, this looks like an... Not no. to be rude. It would be like... A, I feel like this is a wine... And I love my parents, but my like my parents would pick. Yeah. Kind of looks like an old person wine. Looks it like does. one that's it, been in the wine oh, cellar exactly for like it. 15 years. And not in a good way. Because yeah. No. Like one that's not supposed to be. It's in not the a wine terrible cellar. label, but it looks like an old person's wine. It does. I'm, I mean, and I don't mean that in a bad way because like one day I'm going to be old and I'm going to still be drinking wine. So that's why you need the Magna Wine Club because they'll send you wines you won't buy. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And then you'll know. Mm-hmm. 
Um, oh, and I'm so excited. I gave my mom for her birthday a bottle of the um, Magna Red. Mm-hmm. I just had collection. one last night. Oh, delicious. Oh, I haven't opened mine yet. I did it with my taxes. Made taxes way better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to come back to that in one sec. But I gave my mom a bottle of that for her birthday. And now my parents are obsessed. It's so like good. Like they were out in Bedford on the Bedford Auto Mile, like looking at cars. Mm-hmm. My mom's like, ooh, that Magna Wine Boutique's out here. We got to stop by. Did they stop? <laughs> they did, but it wasn't open yet. They oh. don't open on the weekdays. They don't open until two. Two, so. yeah, later in the day. But I told my mom, I'm like, mom, if you ever want to do a wine tasting, like I'm your girl. I will go Let's with you. Let's go. <laughs> it's so delicious. I know I bought a, a thing of organic box wine at uh, Costco. Yes. So I'm, I'm trying to barrel through that. Right. But I feel like I need a break from it this weekend. So maybe I'll bust open mm. my Magna Wine. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to be alone all by myself. But you're but it's an amazing Yeah, thing. it's going to be great. Yeah. Um but speaking of you're drinking wine during taxes, that seems more appropriate than what I did, which was last night I had Declan's kindergarten orientation via Zoom mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. And my they, it was just me looking at people like they didn't see me. So I poured myself a glass of wine while we talked about kindergarten. Why wouldn't you do that? I was like, I appreciate this information. This is a real snooze fest for me, so I'm going to pour some wine. A little. Like, I've (laughs) been to kindergarten. I also have been to kindergarten in this city that you're telling me about. And he's going to be just fine. Yeah, he goes to daycare, and he's cool, cool, cool. Also, this morning he told me, Mom, do you know what the oldest um, elephant in the the herd is? Mm. And I was like, uh, no. And he goes, the matriarch. Also, the matriarch gets surrounded by the other elephants when there's danger. And I was like, how do you remember the word matriarch? Like, and he's it's learning so this in crazy. preschool? Yes. I didn't go to preschool. Um, I went to preschool just like, you know, I went to... Kenny. <laughs> Kenny said yes. <laughs> you, I, I, didn't, I didn't go to preschool how Declan did. Like, my mom was home, so, like, I went to nursery school, which I think is kind of different. It's like daycare now, right? Yeah. I th- think I went to, like, a daycare i don't know right before i went to kindergarten my mom sent me for like (laughs) my mom sent me two days a week or something like that to like get used to going to school my mom before she would she worked at a bank so my parents got divorced and my mom worked at a bank like in walking distance from her house put you in the vault so she (laughs) would walk me to linda miller's house and then walk to work in heels it's the thing you did in the 80s she didn't want to put on white tennis shoes and scrunchy socks she wanted to look good walking to the bank okay okay um, my hand is super itchy from petting your cat. Your na- Oh, really? My nails are mm. shitty right now. I was just going to say your nails look good. Mm, they're chipping, but it's fine. Um, my stickers are really doing a number on them. Oh, so, I thought like, that from afar getting- they look nice. Great. Thank you. I'll just do this thing. You know, Todd's mom got me the sticker nail things, and I just never used them. I thought they were really cute, and I liked them. I just never took the time to do it. I have to find them. They're, they're somewhere really, upstairs. They're really easy to do. And I actually... That's what she said, but I was just like, I... Just didn't do it. I, I just got I'm lazy. I like upgraded and they haven't come yet, but I got this set that's like gel mm-hmm. that you, that are thicker and you stick them on and then you cure them with this like top coat and oh. then it actually comes with a little light like Ooh. in the salon. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited to see what that looks like. And these like. are just regular stickers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, my friend's friend sells them. Okay. So I bought them through like an online party. Mm-hmm. Mm. They're cute. Thank all. Um, okay. So 
I didn't get to do my spiel about Magna because I got all distracted. Oh, but, yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm going to need a chip we while got, you're doing this. Okay. So Magna Wine Boutique is located in Bedford and Cuyahoga Falls. Now they have two locations. It is a female and black owned wine boutique. Uh, they also just started doing their own wines, So you can get the uh, Magna Wine Collection. Uh, we have tried the Chardonnay and we also tried their Red Blend, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And they also have a dessert wine, so we haven't tried that one because we're not big into the dessert wines, but you guys do you. Um, but if you want to try any of those or join their wine club, you go to magnawineboutique.com. Um, just click on wine club and you can figure out what you want to do. Uh, if you have questions, they're really easy to talk to. They have a sommelier on staff and we just really love them. We love mm-hmm. working with them and they just opened up their second location. <sighs> It's so great. They're growing. Yeah. So support local um, or support a local business in the state of Ohio. (laughs) In Cleveland. Cleveland. (laughs) Whatever floats your boat. Whatever makes you happy. Um, Yeah. So that's my spiel on Magna. Good job. Do you want to talk about survival? Sure. I haven't. Other than survivor. (laughs) I wrote this out today and I haven't read back through it. Uh So this should be interesting. Okay. I'm going to put lotion on while Okay. Is it, are you that itchy? Yeah, but I think it's also because I just wash my hands and Mm. then, you know. You know how it is. I know. In Ohio in the winter. Um, Jenny's super allergic to cats, and she texted me the one day, and she was like, I really want to get a cat. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you're allergic. I'm going to see an allergist in a yes. couple weeks. So hopefully that's in her future. Um, okay, so my story is about Ricky. His name is Ricky. Bobby? No. <laughs> Shake Mike. Ricky, Ricky Chad. Chikdina. Oh. I'm not saying that right. Okay. It's a sweet little baby boy. He's not a baby, but it's about the sweet little boy. Um, and Ricky is five years old in 2007. Okay. And um, his parents, Michael and Shannon, they're from, they live in Illinois, like some town outside of Chicago, mm-hmm. whatever. And they met like years prior to having Ricky and they just had a very like off and on relationship. Um, there were good times, there were bad times, there were highs, there were lows. And then she got pregnant Uh-oh. and they just decided, you know, maybe it's best that we like co-parent but not be together. Like, mo- like you know, like my mom was divorced when I was in second grade, I think. And I turned out just fine. And we did like the every other weekend thing or whatever. Like you have Declan. So um, it didn't seem like a too big of a deal. They were getting along. Michael, his past he was in um he was stationed in Iraq so he was in the army and um so he was he was gone a lot for um when Ricky was a kid mm-hmm. but around when so they've been they were separated all of Ricky's life pretty much which is the little boy and um once Michael came back from Iraq he was deployed one more time mm-hmm. for like I don't they didn't really say but it sounded like a shorter uh stint of time I'm pretty sure I wiped some cat hair off the table with that and now I just wipe my mouth your mouth is a little red on top. Um, I think that's mostly because I had lip stain on, and oh. I think it's bleeding in. You're going to like... I'm also hot as balls because it's hot as balls in here. Is it really? I mean, I have a blanket on. It's cold. It's very hot You're in here. out of control. It's 72. It's a cool 72 in here. Oh, my God. So... <laughs> Back to Ricky. Ricky. So Ricky Bobby. Um, Michael goes off to his deployment again and comes back and he um, realizes that while he was gone that uh, wait, let me back up. See, this is why you should read your story before you do it. When he gets back from deployment, Mm -hmm. him and Shannon, 
were supposed to go to court to figure out like some type of official custody agreement. Right. Um, just to make it official because it had been five years. And um, he shows up to court and they're waiting for Shannon and they're waiting for Shannon and they're waiting for Shannon and she just doesn't show up to the court date. Mm. So Michael's like, rut row, what's going on? So after they leave the courthouse, he calls Shannon's mom and is like, do you know where she's at? Do you know where Ricky's at? And nobody knows where the mom and the son are. For two years, oh. this goes on. Oh. They're missing for two years. That's too Police many. do an Amber Alert. They do a massive search. They cannot find the mom or the son anywhere. And... Um, a couple months into them first missing, uh, Shannon's mom, um, what's her name? I think it's like Deborah or something, Diane. Diane starts to conjure up this like smear campaign against Michael. Like she's making all these allegations against him. Mm. So mind you, her daughter's missing during this time as well and her grandson. And she is like posting signs in yards about how – uh, Michael was abusive and how he won't take a lie detector test, but her daughter would. Um, she shows up at his church and like is spreading all these rumors about him. So she's like going after him. Mm. And he was like, listen, I just am trying to find my ex-wife and my son. Like, I'm not trying to like have you up in my business or. Correct. So basically um, the grandmother was saying that he was abusive to Ricky um, he hit him and just saying all these terrible things about Michael. And maybe those things were true. I don't know. It's still alleged at this point. So this is all going on. And, and Michael has this like gut instinct this whole time saying that here comes your boyfriend. He's coming back for more. Um, he has his gut is telling him this whole time that Diane, the grandmother knows about <laughs> seriously. <laughs> no, the grandmother somehow knows like what's going on, like where Ricky is, where Shannon is, because why is she continuing to like, spread these rumors about him and she's just so aggressive about it right um so throughout these two years the police do search diane's home she lived in the area and they didn't find any um indication that shannon or ricky were in the home but they did do multiple searches and again the police officers on this case searched for this boy like it wasn't just like Oh, she ran away with him and they're gone. They did. They, they searched, searched like cornfields and they, it was like a desperate search to find him. Um, so as time goes on in 2009, police receive a tip Uh-oh. and just the tip, just sorry. That was so inappropriate. I'm sorry. I'm not that again, sorry. Jenny's weekend. Um, <laughs> so in 2009, <laughs> so in 2009, police receive a very distinct tip. That tells them where Ricky is. And they say he's at his grandmother's house. And Diane? If you, Diane. Oh. And okay. if you look behind a certain object, you'll find him. A dresser. So the police are like, okay. So they go over to Diane's house. Again, have searched it multiple times. Right. And they are looking through the house. And they see this in one of the rooms. They notice that there is like this kind of like it's a dresser right but it's in a weird spot so it'd be like if we had a dresser like sitting i don't know whatever it's in a weird it's in a weird place so the police are like okay so they push the dresser aside oh god and there's a hole in the wall no there's not there's a hole in the wall and it's a tiny it's a crawl space that someone has created oh god and it's 12 inches high No, no 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 i lied it's about a foot high and it's 12 feet deep and then when you go back into the crawl space, 
it's about five feet and then it's about three feet high three to, well one one place I read three feet one place I read four feet and one place it says the side of, the size of a, um, a washing machine <laughs> very okay. specific okay so they go they flash their lights back there and they start going back in it like looking in it and sure enough no huddled in the corner no is Ricky and his mom hiding in a hole in a wall in Diane's house why for two years well they weren't there I for know two but years. they were hiding for two years in her house why give me the details because they're crazy allegedly I don't know why but they couldn't believe their eyes they were just like holy shit we've been to this house so many times how did we not know um wait did it say you didn't say who sent the tip did that did we find no, out still to this day no one knows who sent the tip what right so um when this is kind of sad when they brought when the officials brought Ricky outside they said he started running around and like happy because he had not they suspect that he had not been outside for two years well yeah if she's keeping him secret in the house you but can't. she claims that they like had him out back for like picnics and stuff like that no but I mean he was allowed to roam like the house I guess but mm. still like he had no interaction no dentist appointments no doctor's appointments, no other kid interaction for two years, and they would hide him away in this wall. Like, disgusting. They also found mul- other multiple holes throughout the house. There was one in the floor. I'm sure it was, like, under a rug or something stupid, and whoa, fall down the hole. And then there was another <laughs> one in the – and there was, like, a few more in the walls, like, throughout the house, like, burrows that they had dug. So clearly was premeditated. Like, her and her mom had dug these holes and, like, planned this whole thing to, to hide them. And how long were they planning on hiding? Why? Because she wanted custody of him. She wanted custody Go of her to son. The custody hearing, you freak right? Show. And share it and share it with him. Like you were gonna get. It's not like he was trying to take full custody of your son. He was gonna share custody with her. Like I don't want to be a bitch, but like, come on. Oh my god, I have chocolate squished on my finger. Um. Okay. So now it's in with the cat hairs. Once Michael was reunited with Ricky, um, he was so excited to get in again. Maybe there was some abuse going on. I don't know. It was sure, all alleged. Whatever. But um, Michael ended up retiring from the military mm. after he reconnected with his son. And he, who was seven at the time that they found him, and he, I believe, became a police officer. And he said that his son ended up living like a normal, healthy life. Like he was a little socially awkward and just had some a little bit of time adapting but but for the most part he was a normal (laughs) kid and um so this is this is the part that's interesting I think so Shannon only got a $1,500 fine and two years probation okay so they were both charged with a felony for um kidnapping and all that stuff but okay. she only At first got I thought you meant the son and the mom and I was like how they charge us no the Shannon the mom I get and the it. grandma I got it. <laughs> Shannon got 1500 a $1,500 fine and um two years probation and I feel like the grandma got like a $2,000 fine or something stupid and they still claim their innocence to this day sa- stating that you know he was being abused and that's why they did this and he was very well taken care of and blah 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 except well, for when he was in the holes. except for when he was in the holes and um, Michael ended up getting full custody. They did yeah, do an investigation, see, that's the thing. right? Like now you've lost. Not have you lost. You've lost everything now. Like right, why like would you're you? So stupid. So stupid. So um, I when I was researching this, I was like, where is he now? Like where is Ricky now? And it seems like he's like a normal kid. It looked like he was going into the army, perhaps. Um, 
based on his Instagram account that I was stalking. Oh. Um, so he seems like a pretty normal kid nowadays. It did look like his dad passed away in May Aww. of 2020, so just last year. And in the obituary, didn't really say of what, but he was 58, I believe. So oh, kind of yeah. young for that. But but that is the story of Ricky, who lived in a hole for two years, on and off, occasionally. <laughs> An occasional hole. He was an occasional hole dweller. But it really, so when the police officer who was like on the lead investigation, he made a statement like, this case took a toll on me because I was so distraught looking for this kid for two years. He's like, I couldn't sleep. I gained weight. I lost weight. Like it really took a toll on myself and the police force. So it was like when they found him hiding in a hole in a wall, they were all just like, what the fuck? Like this whole time he's been here hiding in a hole. So... That is the story of Ricky. The survival story of Ricky. Yikes. I'm going to try to say his last name again. Good. Smart. Yeah. His last name is Bobby. Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. Um, great. Okay. I've never heard of such craziness. Me either. You can't, you can't just have holes in your house and put people in them. No. That's just solid advice. And it looked like a scary hole. Like it wasn't lighted or anything. Ugh. Terrif- no. And the house looked, not that I'm like house shaming anybody, but the house looked terrifying <laughs> as well. Kenny, when I send you the link, you'll see. Okay. It's a little, it's a little rundown. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, okay, great. Uh, I did a story from one of the shows I purchased on YouTube. It's Ooh. called Surviving Evil. It's with our friend Charisma Carpenter. Oh. Okay. Who I finally figured out she was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wait, her name's Charisma? That's the name of the host of the show. That's Charisma Carpenter. This was the story that I believe ran before. Remember the hot dog story? No. No. The the lady bought hot dogs for her coworkers, then like the jealous girlfriend oh, then the jealous girlfriend like got really pissed about the hot dogs. And like came after her. Did she like Hold them the, hostage. Yeah, or something? put them in like a trunk. Did okay. you do that story? I did. Okay, yes, I remember that now. How do I not remember? That? I don't, I don't know, know, but there were hot dogs. This sounds very. It was intriguing. all over a dog, a hot dog. It was over a hot dog. All over dog. a wiener. <laughs> my weekend. Now, <laughs> I don't know why we're so into my weekend being so sexual. It's not going to be. Okay. Um. So this show called Surviving Evil. I don't know how many um seasons there are, but I did purchase season one. So I can go to it from time to time. It's in my it's in my arsenal. <laughs> I need an arsenal. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um. So this is from season one, episode ten, mm-hmm. and it is entitled "The Devil You Know." Ooh. Ooh. Uh, so this is the survival story of Jessica Carbone, and this happened in July of two thousand seven. So take it on back, mm-hmm. and. Jessica was like a normal 20-something-year-old person. I don't want to say girl, but like she was young. I need to stop playing with the cord of my microphone. Um, she, uh, I think she had been living with her parents is what I got from this. It didn't really say that, but living with her parents. And then she um, turned 27, and she decided that she wanted to move out on her own, which she was super pumped about. So she got this apartment, or she was renting, I think, a condo in like – uh, like a complex. So okay. it was like a building with like multiple condos, kind of like an apartment complex, but I think they were like more, they were nicer. There was like a gate to get into the community. Okay. And there was security that like roamed um, where was, throughout the property. Where? West Palm Beach, sorry, okay. in Florida. Okay. 
Um, and she was like very much the all American, like Florida girl. She had, she was very tan. She had the blonde hair. She was just like, you know, and at the time she was working at a country club. Mm. Um, I think she was a server. Um, but she also did some moonlighting uh, as a scuba master. Oh, wow. So she would take people out on scuba diving trips. Um, and she learned a lot of skills doing that because when you're a scuba diver and there's like... It's very dangerous, right? Yeah. You have to like keep your cool. And you have keep you like scuba diving? No. My dad used to do it though. Like he was... My dad was big into it. Like he would go on scuba trips. I've never been. I want to go. I do not. Oh. <laughs> I just feel like it's scary to be underwater and like... I get that, yeah. I, I feel know. like once I'm down there, I'd be like, once you're jumping in the water, I'd be afraid. But the idea of it, I really like. Yeah, I've been. I mean, obviously, I've been snorkeling. Yeah. Um, and I went. I actually had a really nice snorkeling adventure when I was on a cruise. Mm. I went on a pirate ship excursion. Oh. And we jumped into the ocean at one point, and, and you we found to, gold. And we, <laughs> we got to swim with sea turtles. Oh, oh, that's fun. And they were like, when a sea turtle comes near you, don't move because they have to come up for air oh and so if you move you might scare them then they won't come up for air and they mm. could get hurt so i was like do following the sea turtle do 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 and then it started to come near me and i started to move a little and the instructor was like don't move and i didn't you got and yelled at he literally this turtle this huge turtle came right next to my head and took a breath right next to my ear and i heard it so cool it oh. was like it's in my brain forever now so cool sidebar so, yeah. really quickly did i ever tell you the story when i was in mexico and we so. stayed up all night long. This was when I was like 19 and we were on the beach and it was like four in the morning and all these sea turtles came out of the ocean to lay eggs. It was like their oh egg laying season, Amazing. like 50 of them. And they were probably like, you, you guys can't see me, but my arms are held out very wide, like probably three feet, four oh, feet shit. by like four feet. They were huge sea turtles and they came up very quietly laid their eggs, and then went back into the ocean. It was the co- – we just sat there and watched. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Don't you think it's weird sometimes, though, when you think about, like, how animals, like, lay eggs or give birth, and then they're just like, okay, bye. Bye, good yeah, luck. Yeah, they just buried them and then just went back, and then <laughs> like, the beach what if was I just packed later. Declan? I'm just, bye. Bye, you harvest here. Good luck. Good luck surviving. It was cool. That is really cool. Um, all right, so we're in Florida. So she's, she's a, She does scuba diving on the side. Um, she works at this country club. Um, she just moved out. She's very excited and her parents live really close to her. So she feels really secure because of the gate, the security guards, Mm -hmm. her parents being so close. Like she's just living the life. Yay for her. Mm -hmm. So since she moved in, she was having a lot of issues with her air conditioning unit and her, I mean, obviously if you live in Florida, if your AC isn't working, like that's a problem. Shit gets real. Yeah. I mean, as someone who sweats profusely at almost all times for no reason, mm-hmm. you have to have AC in Florida. I mean, it's 2007. It's not the fifties, you guys. Right. So at least um, a window unit. <laughs> yeah. So she called maintenance and they ended up sending someone, uh, on the evening shift and, um, this guy shows up and she had seen him before, like, around, and she said of all the maintenance men, oh. he was so creepy and, like, unfriendly, and Ew. she was just, like, when he came and it was, like, after hours, she was just, like, Ugh. She dreaded, like, she got the heebie-jeebies Like, she him. opened the door and was, like, fuck. So mm-hmm. she called her friend, and she was on the phone with her friend and, like, just kind of explained what was happening. So, um, so she, you know, her friend is aware of what's going on. The AC unit gets fixed, creeping the creeper pants, 
maintenance man leaves. Mm-hmm. So, um, yay, her AC is fixed. And that's the survival story. Oh, thank God. I was so <laughs> worried about her in that summer heat in Florida. <laughs> I'm obviously kidding. So, um, about three weeks later, <clears throat> uh, she decides to, whoops, just dropped my phone a little. Sorry, I need to look at my notes real quick. Um, Jessica decides that she's going to go with her mom for a day of fun with the girls. So her mom and her go get manis and petties, and they go to the mall, and they have lunch together. And they both said in the um, the video <clears throat> that they, for both of them, it was one of the best days they'd ever spent together as mother Aww. and daughter. And I was like, so sweet. I feel like that does happen, though. Like, I didn't really appreciate my mom until I was much older of course nobody does like when I was a teenager I was actually a pretty good teenager but yeah, I was still you were a, a good kid but I was still a bitch I, I, was like a I still bitch. was mean anyway so they have this lovely day she gets home she gets ready for bed and like a true 27 year old <clears throat> she gets in bed at 2 30 a.m oh Ooh, that's too late, too late. that's Sorry. gonna hurt in the morning I am just old as fuck and I can't you're not all right. Remember, we got yelled at. I know. Okay, so I have been staying up much later these days, like till like eleven thirty. I was up till twelve thirty last night, oh, and then Kelly are kept we? breathing in my face. So <laughs> like a one or two. Yeah. Gross. Gross, Kenny. Mm. Okay. Now she goes to bed at two thirty, and around I believe it was like four four thirty in the morning. Again, I'm going off like very few notes here. I'm mm-hmm. mostly doing this off memory. So it was like the middle of the night. She hears someone unlocking her door Mm-mm. now i'm gonna back this up for a minute when she first moved in her dad who was very protective said to the apartment complex i'd like to add another lock a deadbolt please to my daughter's apartment seems like a reasonable request mm-hmm. and the apartment complex said no because we have to have access to all apartments at any time no add it anyway don't ask for permission yeah Ask for forgiveness later. Mm-hmm. And take the fine and they're not going to know. It. It's fine. Add it. Whatever. So they don't install the extra lock. Mm. So now it's the middle of the night and she's awoken by someone unlocking <sighs> her door. The and, terror. And she knows that the only people who have access with a key are her parents. So she's like, who the fuck is coming in right now. Because her think parents for a moment she'd be like, is my is that my mom and dad? Like maybe, do they need but, something? Like, but like I think she knew it wasn't because it was so the middle of the night. And right. Like, the, when you see this, you're like, these people are just really mm-hmm. what would you do? I, I when I lived alone in my condo and I figured it was pretty easy to break in because I lived on the first floor and our doors were like paneled window mm-hmm. doors. So someone could literally just break a panel and open my door. So I had this whole escape plan. I had a whole escape plan. That's good. You should. Um, I would buy a gun. I did not buy a gun. I did have an escape plan. It involved opening my bedroom window and jumping out. That works too. So, um, anywho, um, so she's laying in bed. She's terrified, and uh, in comes ah uh, the creepy maintenance man. Oh. So it's been three weeks, but he has been obsessed with her since gross. he first saw her. And picked, ugh, gross. Okay. So he grabs her and he <gasps> zip ties her hands together. And then he basically goes and gets her purse no. and rifles through it. And she doesn't have a lot of cash in her purse. Like right. nobody does. Hello. Um, and so then he tells her we're going to an ATM. Mm. 
So he grabs a pillowcase off her bed and shoves it in her mouth as a gag. Jeez. Takes her downstairs, shoves her in his car. And How about like um, a sock instead. A little pillowcase. Right. I was like, that's aggressive. Damn. I mean, at least took the pillow out, but whatever. Um, can you imagine? <laughs> Just bite on this pillow, bitch. So um, he gets her in the car, and as he's walking around, she realizes one of her hands can wiggle out of the zip tie. Yes. So she wiggles her hand out, and she opens the door and starts making a run for it. And she starts running through the parking lot of the apartment complex, and she is hoping and praying that as she's screaming for help, somebody will hear and turn on a light. Right. It's literally the middle of the night. There's no one awake. So she's screaming and screaming. She's looking around for like a light to be on. Nothing happens. Oh my God. He runs up behind her. He is, I believe he's over six feet tall. He's 250 pounds. Oh shit. And he grabs her mm. by the mouth. Oh. Like Ooh. he comes behind her and grabs her by her mouth. Throws her on the ground. Beats the shit out of her. Oh, so piece rude. Of shit. Takes another zip tie, puts it on super tight, puts her in the car and says, we're going to the ATM. You just made things a lot worse. <gasps> and she was like, I don't know what that means. I'm scared. What is that? It's already terrible. It's already terrible. How could it get? Well, so he, instead of driving her straight to an ATM, he drives her around the back of the apartment complex where he takes her out of the car and walks her to an apartment. And she thinks, shit. Like, he lives here. Right. This is his house. There's going to be, like, other dudes in here. I'm going to get gang raped. Like, this is terrible. I'm going to die now. Oh, I forgot to mention. He also, he abducted her using a machete. Sorry, I should have put that Oh, that, that giant sharp object in yeah. his other hand. Yeah. Got so it. he has a machete. So she thinks this is, like, the end of her life. So he opens the door, and it turns out it is not his house, and it is not full of other people. It is a um, an empty apartment. Okay. That's being renovated. Oh. And so obviously, since he's a maintenance man, he like knew that was happening and yeah. that, that it would be empty. So he puts her in there. He rapes her. Oh. Because he's a, a dick. And um, then he gets up and he gets her dressed. And as they're about to leave, she realizes that she doesn't have her underwear on. And she looks down and she sees them on the floor. Good. And she was like. Kick them to the side. She was like, Okay. All right, we're going to leave that there. Because she knew she needed to leave traces of her. Because if she did die, she wanted people to be able to find right, right. the like trail of what happened to her. So she's like, yes, my like, underwear are just there. just take her to the ATM and take her money? Like, yeah. why do you got to be... Because he's obsessed with her. Like, he, yeah. he literally, like, saw her, did the AC thing, and then was, like, thinking about this for weeks. Mm. Like, how creepy. So then he does take her to the ATM. And he tells her to take out $600. And he says um, that if she tries to run, he's going to shoot her. And she in her head is like, well, I don't know if he has a gun, but considering he came to this with a machete, I'm going to go with, yeah, he probably has a gun. So um, she goes to the ATM and she said she kept, she knew there was a camera. So she kept like getting her face like so they could Mm -hmm. see it in the camera. (laughs) And um, she was just like, again, I was trying to leave a trace so they, they knew what the events happened like in what order. So she takes out the $600. She gives it to him. And then um, he puts her back in the car and he drives her back to her apartment. And so um, she's like, crap, he's now he's going to kill me for sure. Cause he's already raped me. He had already stole my money. Now he's going to kill me. So he takes her in. He then rapes her two more times, Ugh. but Oh, I left a really important part out. I'm so sorry. Okay. 
rewind, we're at the ATM. He puts her back in the car. She and him are having this conversation about like their lives because she's trying to keep calm and keep him like talking. And also like make a human, like she's human, like humanize herself. So maybe he doesn't kill her. Exactly. So she's like, he's telling her he has three kids and like all this stuff that you're like, no, you shouldn't be a dad. No. Um, and then like she actually, the zip ties on her wrists were so tight that they were cutting into her wrists and making them bleed. Like they were that tight. That's how scared he was that she would escape again. So eventually he, he cut them off of her while they were driving back to the apartment complex. And she was, she said her hands were numb. So she was trying to get the feeling back in by shaking them. And she said when he, um, she was also like rubbing her hands on the seat and she told him she was just trying to get the feeling back. But really what she was doing was taking her wound and rubbing it into the seams so smart. of the fabric of the car mm-hmm. because she said he'll probably clean his car, but he probably won't be able to get it out of the seams. Yes. So I'm going to rub it all up in these seams. Mm-hmm. So good for you, Jessica. Keep up the good work. Now we're back at the apartment. He rapes her two more times. Does he live in that? Do you know if he lives in the complex or didn't say? We, do, it, we okay. don't know. Um, so I guess not, but probably not. And then after he's done, uh, he makes her shower and she is like pissed because she doesn't want to, mm-hmm. but she gets in the shower and he's sitting on the toilet watching her and spinning the machete in his hand, like a real psycho. Okay. And, um, you know, he's basically talking to himself and her contemplating like, oh, what do I do now? And he, like, she was trying to convince him, like, you don't have to kill me. Like, I'm not no. going to tell anyone. Like and we're he, friends. Like, it's yeah. Fine. And he, and he was like, well, why, why wouldn't you tell the police? And she's like, you know, I really love kids and I know you have three and I don't want them to grow up without their dad. Like, and so she's just really, again, I think being a scuba dive instructor, like really helped her keep her calm in like a very tense situation. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like you think we hear all these stories and you think you're going to act react a certain way, but how do you keep your cool? Like I would be a mess. Like she handled this so well. Like she's doing so good. I can't even believe like yeah. and as a 27 year old girl yeah. good Lord. or woman or whatever. Like, ugh. yeah. So <sighs> she's, she's trying to convince him and he finally at one point just goes, okay, so we're cool. And she goes, yes, sir. We're cool. And he leaves. That's it. It's just like, we so cool. He leaves her in we the apartment. Cool. Yeah. We cool. And he leaves. But even, like, you'd be afraid to leave, too. Like, is he watching? Well, yeah. Is so he... she, like, stood there for a minute and was like, did he really leave? Or is this, like, a trick? So she turns the shower off. She comes out. And he really is gone. And she's like, what the fuck? What? So she immediately calls her parents because she's like, that was just my instinct. And her mom was so sweet when she was talking about it. She's like, um, when Jessica called, she called me mommy. She hasn't called me mommy since she was a little girl. I just got chills. And she just, she said, mommy, someone hurt me. Mm. And she said she sounded almost like a baby, like she had like reverted. And so her parents go over there and they had called 911 and they weren't prepared for what they saw when they got there because she had the shit kicked out of her. So like her whole face is like swollen, her lips, her like the bottom part of her face is just a mess. Um, I'm sure she had like two black eyes. Yeah, Um, and her wrists alone are probably Oh, they're a mess. So... Um, the police come and she 
she knew exactly who it was, even though she kept telling him, no, I don't, I don't remember you. Like, I don't know who you are. Um, because again, she was trying to convince him, like, I don't remember who you are. Like, I don't go away. Like you, that would make me nervous. So like, what if he's offended by that, that she doesn't like, but it worked. So it worked. Yeah. So the police are like, okay. So they set up like a sting operation where they're going to sit outside the, um, apartment complex. She's going to be in the back seat, and there's, she's supposed to watch for his car and him. Um, and when they see him, she's supposed to point him out. So he's driving, I think, into or out of the complex. Mm-hmm. And she sees the car. She recognizes it. She looks inside. It's him. And she said, he looked right at me in the back of that police cruiser. <gasps> she's like, I like jumped down and hid behind the driver's seat. And she's like, that's him. And the police officer was like, that is enough of an idea for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you obviously are terrified of this man. And also to have, be brave enough to stay behind with the fleet. Like, oh yeah. my God. So he was arrested only a few hours after Good. the whole incident. Um, and he uh, he was arrested and then um, he was sentenced. You know, there's usually some time in between those two things happening. Um, but he was in jail that whole time. And in between that time... Um, Jessica actually met the man she was going to marry and she said she was so scared because she went on a date with him and on the first date she basically blurted out that she had been like violently raped Mm -hmm. and he didn't run run. he didn't run and she was like oh okay okay you can handle this yeah um and was he like on the police force or something? Like how did she, no, so she didn't meet him from, she like, was at a restaurant eating with friends okay. and he I just, thought maybe she he, met, no, like, he walked up and said, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen and gave her his number. Oh my God. Oh my God. She Shut. deserves that. And yes. then some. Yes. So then, uh, the guy who this rapist, bad motherfucker that I don't like, his name was Bobby. Ricky, Bobby, <laughs> Bobby, Ricky, Bobby Broomfield. Oh, okay. uh, and he ended up getting sentenced to three life sentences. Oh, they're going to say three years. I'm like, what? Three life sentences plus 32 years. Thank God. So he will never be seeing the light of day. And she now lives with her now husband mm. and they have a little baby together. Aww. And she's done um, multiple interviews. Obviously this one with Charisma Carpenter. She also talked to Katie Couric. Um, and she also does speaking engagements for survivors of rape. So she's just really living her best life. And she said he took, I think it was three and a half hours of my life and I wasn't going to give him a minute more. Oh, so good. So Aww. that is a story of Jessica Carbone and she's a badass, and we love her. So. Love it. That's an amazing story. Thanks. Good job. Thank you. And again, Jenny has no notes. No notes are for You're just, a natural. You're just a natural at this. I just love to memorize stories and then you the mac out of you yeah you do a great job that was really good i i feel like i've heard the story like i've seen it on maybe that show yeah but i didn't remember like i remember like the air conditioning repairman but that could also be like another terrible story too of course yeah so good oh background check your maintenance man guys what a great what an amazing woman yeah that's incredible and i'm so happy that she had her happy ending so yes yay kenny let's make it weird kenny okay so an Arizona man did what because he didn't want to go to work? Oh, so many things. <sighs> Cut off his pinky finger. Oh, okay. What did he do for a living? Do you know? He worked. Worked. That's past tense. He got <laughs> fired. Um, <laughs> at a tire factory. Oh, okay. Hmm. 
Arizona Tire Factory. Now he doesn't have a pinky. Now he doesn't have a pinky. <laughs> um, fed his arm to an alligator. I don't know. He faked his own kidnapping. Oh, Amazing. that's extreme. Just say you have the flu. Yeah, or just be like, I have a migraine. Just I say can't you have come diarrhea. In. No one's oh my ever God. asked yes. questions. Yes. If you say you have diarrhea, no, no one's one going to ask you know. questions. No one wants to know more. But or you just say, I have, a st- I, have this, I have a stomach thing. Nobody asks any more questions. They're Correct. just assuming you have no, diarrhea. The funny thing is, though, I do have stomach things on a regular basis. Yeah, so just use it. Not that you do, I'm just saying. But I do. He but was uh, found on the side of the road with a bandana in his Stop mouth. It. And <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't a, uh, a pillowcase? Bandana. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Tied up, his arms tied up behind his back. And he said uh, what happened was at 7 o'clock in the morning, uh-huh. he was hit on the side, of the, hit on the head and put in the trunk of the car. They're trying to find money. His dad hid. And he says, I have text to prove it. And then after five days of investigating, police were like, we have video. They're just showing nothing. We have nothing else. And he's like, yeah, I did it. I faked my own kidnapping, tied myself up with my own belt. and So extreme. Yet oh very talented, the fact that he can tie himself up. Yeah, but dude. Like, no. That's going to get you out of, what, like two days of work, maybe? And make people feel bad for you. Yeah. That's yeah. like, there's also like a... I guess, but God. It's so funny for Kenny's Ooh. stories, I always... Pay, hey, Mo. For <laughs> Kenny's stories, I always like use the last thing I saw, like on TV or read. And it was the last thing I saw was like an alligator thing. So that, <laughs> therefore, that's what I select for Kenny's stories. I don't know why for I Kenny's cut off news. a pinky, but mm. that seemed extreme and like you could get out of work Kidnapping for that. Kidnapping yourself? That's dumb. Dumb. I don't like that at Good all. Job. No. No. Lame. Okay. Lame. Okay. Um, well, this has been another amazing episode of Sip, Serve, I Repeat. Tune in every Tuesday, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.